0: everybody, grab your Bible and a pencil and a journal and maybe even a cup of coffee and join in on our conversation. But first, I would like for you to write this down. Ephesians 2, verses 8 through 10. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not of your own doing. It is a gift of God, not a result of work so that no one may boast. For we are His workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them.
1: Hey everyone, welcome to Write This Down with Dot Bowen. My name is Kara, I am Dot's daughter, and we sit down together every week and we talk through truth and scripture together and we are starting a new series on faith. We'll be talking about this for the month of September. And I'll go ahead and say, if you guys have any questions or need just clarity or have any thoughts about the subject of faith that you would like for us to either touch on or clarify, please just shoot us an email at hello at bowen.com. And that is actually in the description of each episode. But in this episode, we are starting it all off, talking about what is faith, where is your faith, the object of your faith, and really just kind of giving an overview of what faith even is and what is biblical faith. So we are really glad that you're here, and we would love for you to pull up a chair and join in our conversation. Hey, Kara, I am so excited.
0: I am so stinking excited. I can't stand it. Wow, I guess that week off really helped you. It did. It gave me an opportunity to really just think about faith.
1: I mean, woo! I am really tempted. There's this old school song. You gotta have faith, 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 and then a song my, like from nobody, the eighties. I don't know. I, I feel like it is. I don't know. I it's like a generation before me, so I'm really. I'm dating myself with this. My gosh, I feel like someone's like listening to this, yelling the name of the guy.
0: Yeah, you gotta have um, faith. Faith? No, I don't know. <sighs> Kara, wait! Before everybody's gonna turn us off, we can't do this. They're gonna say, "For the love, I cannot listen to this." But I am so excited because we're gonna George Michael. Spe-
1: <laughs> sorry. Oh my gosh! <laughs> okay, Scared anyway. me death. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. Um, it just came to Okay, me. okay yeah. It's a sure little throwback for
0: everyone. Yeah. But this is exciting (laughs) because we have a whole month, all of um, four times, all of September, four episodes to talk about. Yeah, to talk about what faith is because faith is essential. It is essential with your relationship with God. You get in by faith, you live by faith, you walk by faith, and you die by faith, and you pray by faith. I mean, I'm not gonna lie.
1: I feel like I don't know what to say about faith for four weeks, but I'm here for it,
0: Kara. You say that every time. Like, I don't know that I have anything to contribute. You and you, you know, you just have so much good stuff to uh, contribute to that. that. But
1: I feel like I'm hanging on by faith by a thread. <laughs> thread yeah, of faith. that's
0: what it is. Well, you know, that is one of the things that, you know, a lot of people say, Do surely I have enough faith as a mustard seed or or maybe somebody really kind of boasts a little bit, like, oh, I have a lot of faith. I'm just trusting God. And this is one of the reasons I want us to take four weeks, because if faith is this essential, which it is, it is essential to your walk with the Lord. It is essential to my walk with the Lord. It's essential to grab hold of everything that God has for us. It is essential to have an intimate relationship with Jesus. If it's that important, wouldn't you just imagine how the enemy would take such a thing as faith and twist it? Because if it's that important in your relationship with Jesus, why wouldn't the enemy, why wouldn't false teachers come in? Why wouldn't we have this just because we want to, it to be about us, just because we feel good when we, you know, live this Christian life or we feel like we've done something good, we take credit for it. And why wouldn't man or the enemy or, you know, just people that want to mislead people to get money? I'm just going to admit it. It is really, we know that this happens. They will take faith. The very essential thing that is so important in your walk with Jesus as a believer, as a follower of Jesus, they will take faith and they're twisted. And it won't be like so outside, it won't be like so ridiculous that you and I would actually recognize, like, that's not true, that's not a God, that's not a, you know, scripture doesn't say right. that. it'd be a subtle. Yeah, and you know what is the hardest, and you know this, and we've talked about this, the hardest thing to discern is half truth. Now, half truth is still a lie, but what I mean, what's so hard to discern is to filter out, what about this is true And what about this? It's not true. And that's so hard because when you blend half-truth, a lie with truth, it appears to be truth. But whenever you stick a lie in there, it's a lie. So anyway, so that's kind of what's happened with, with faith. And I believe that so many people get so discouraged and they feel like God's not blessing them because they don't have enough faith or... Uh, And you just said, you know, I've got a little mustard seed. Have you ever seen a mustard seed? It's really small. You barely can see it. Mm -hmm. So it's not the size of your faith, but it's who your faith is in. It's what your faith is in. So I don't think that we have a problem so much as a faith issue. I don't think we as individuals have a problem with faith. It's just the object of our faith. I think we have a, a God problem. And yeah. and the reason I say that is because if you get in a car, like for me, being in Atlanta, and I go drive Georgia 400, I've got to have a little bit of faith. Yeah. Because I'm almost taking my life in my own hands, just getting on the expressway. Right. Uh, and so all that to say, it, it, we have faith. People have faith. But what do they have the faith in? And what's the purpose? Why did God set it up? The system of how important it is to have faith. Do you have any idea? Do you? No, I'll just about that ask you you why I, I,
1: No, I got nothing. <laughs> right now, you really don't. I so told I'm you, I teach you. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I you don't got have faith. much to say about this. Yeah, you really, are,
0: you really throw me for a loop here. <laughs> I'm really like, oh, what are you gonna say? Well, the thing about it is that we have faith in ourselves, and we have faith in Uh, systems. We have faith in our ability, our knowledge, our, you know, our backgrounds or things that happen to us. We have a lot of faith that if we just work really hard, if we try really hard, if we do all of these good things, then God's going to bless me. And what I have found, Kara, that this half-truth is that it says, unless you have faith, it is impossible to please God. When I looked at Jesus and I was reading about him and what I was doing when he was traveling, he went to his hometown. And it, there's a verse that says, no prophet you know, is honored in their own town. It said Jesus left his hometown because of the lack of faith. He couldn't do a miracle. He didn't do a miracle because there was no one there to have faith. Right. Well, he could and do a
1: miracle, but he didn't. He right? could,
0: but he didn't. So, right. so here we are. Does faith really produce miracles? I know one thing, miracles does
1: not produce faith because Miracles do not produce faith. No. Faith produces miracles. Yes. And God. Jesus, God, yes. That's right. But
0: so often we think, well, God, if you just do this, if you just, you know, I just need a miracle. If you just do a miracle, I believe in you, I'll trust you. And the people that came to Jesus, they believed He could. They didn't know if He would. Like if you would, you know, you know, every blind man, like you know, Jesus said, "What do you want? Well, I want to be, you know, I want to be made right." Right. So they believed that Jesus could, but they asked Him, and Jesus sometimes would ask them, like, "Do you want to be saved? Do you want to be yeah. like you know?"
1: So well, and he, it does say there so is many part times, of that. yeah, like your faith has healed you or your. You know, because of your mm-hmm. faith, or he marveled at their faith, or you know that right. definitely is all throughout the New Testament. But I think what you were going to say, and I interrupted you, is like mo- with Moses and the Israelites. The Israelites had one of the, you know, top Most three miraculous. miracles, yeah, yeah you <laughs> in the Bible, right. and of you know, parting the Red Sea and walking through it. Yet, mm-hmm. as we know, they did not enter the Promised Land because they did not they have did faith. not try. They did not trust. They did which not I, trust think, God. I think trust It's the same thing. Could you say, yeah, like believing God, having faith in God, trusting God, are those all synonymous?
0: Yes. The, the Greek word or the word for faith is trust and believe. You will see all through Scripture where trust and believe is connected to faith. And so it is about what do I trust in? Who do I trust in? What do I trust in? Do I believe that God's heart wants what's best for me? Do I believe that God has the power to to change these circumstances? It gets really, you know, little little personal when we start looking at our lives and think, "Well, God, can I trust you with this?" I feel
1: like you're it really easy. At me with this one. <laughs> yes, I am, <laughs> yeah. sugar. Um, I'm avoiding eye contact. Yeah, exactly. You're
0: looking (laughs) up. You're looking up. But it's true. It gets personal. It's one thing to say, oh, yeah, God, I have faith. Or God, you know, um, I believe that you can do this. And you say it all day long. Faith is not a positive confession. So the verses that I was using, Ephesians 2, verses 8 through 9, is huge because it says, for by grace, You've been saved. So in other words, you've been saved out of, like, this is, a, this is God's gift to you. Salvation is God's gift to you. Right. But you don't receive it unless you have faith. So grace is what God gives. Faith is man's response to what God gives. So, and faith when in we what?
1: La- faith in that Jesus is our sa- my Savior, that he has saved me from my sins, all that. Yes, the gospel. faith that, that Jesus is God. That The gospel mm-hmm. is
0: that Jesus is God. It says that through faith, this is not of your own doing. In other words, there's another verse, it's not of works. In other words, you can't earn your salvation. This is grace. Grace is given to you, but you receive it. Like if I bought you a gift and I said to you, I bought you this gift, and it's over here sitting on the table, I bought it. I purchased it for you. Your name's on it. But it doesn't become your reality until you pick that up and receive it, until you take it to yourself. So that's kind of what faith is. Now, faith, let me just go ahead and do a little bit of theology here. Faith often in Scripture is a noun. Faith is like, this is something that is a noun. This is something that is a person, place, or thing. In this in Ephesians, faith is a verb. It is an action. In James, it's an action. It says, You show me your faith, I'll show you my works by my faith. So it is a it is an action. It's something that we do. We ex- You've got that look.
1: <laughs> what is it? You're like, No, what I was is just saying. I'm just thinking, what do you mean faith is a noun? Like when is that a noun? When it is, that's what when i was thinking. Is, yeah, faith. When it is a noun, it
0: is when it's about this. This is the object, the not object the object different. of. My, yeah, mm-hmm. but the object of our faith is Jesus. But but when it's just like what I'm concentrating on is just faith, not how is it response to God, not how is it my response. It's just faith mm-hmm. as it is a a. When I think about a noun, you know what a noun is?
1: Yeah, person, place, or thing.
0: Yeah, and so I think of it as a thing. Like so, when we have faith, sometimes we have this faith that it it, there's no object to it, or maybe the object is not worthy. I mean, it's not
1: Mm -hmm. my
0: faith. You know, it's not. If my faith is in myself, then the object of my faith isn't very uh, validated. It's not worth very much because I can't. Really, do very much, but when I'm just talking about what is faith, what like the what is the word faith? What is that? It's a um, noun. Noun. But when yeah. I am, when that faith becomes, is almost like electric. Is when that faith becomes alive. Is when I'm exercising that faith. Is when I'm using okay. it as a verb. Okay, you're gone. What?
1: So faith is a noun. But but it doesn't actually do anything until we do something with it, until we right. use it as a verb. Exercise. It. I yes. keep thinking like it's like a muscle. It's like a muscle is a muscle. It's a, a muscle. It's a it's a noun. But we don't you you know, we don't feel the this is probably a horrible analogy. I don't know. I was just thinking it's like something that's like it's just it's there, but then it it's not useful if you until you use actually muscles, using it. Yeah. It's right. like well, what good is it? What's the, what good is yeah. it if you don't okay I think I'm tracking
0: yeah good but and so with Ephesians and what Paul was saying to the Church of Ephesus is that look this isn't about you it's not what you can do it's about what God's done so he was saying by grace you've been saved now he's talking about uh, salvation he says for we are um, God's work you know workmanship God we're created in Christ for God's good work so when we want to do something we have to trust God to do it in and through us. But if we're trusting in ourselves to do it, then we're not, it's of no good. Like we can do good things, but if I'm not trusting God to do it in and through me, I'm just doing good things. But as a believer, when we talk about salvation, we're thinking we can't save ourselves. We cannot do anything. We can't you know, pray. We can't give money. We can't Feed the poor, we, you know, nothing that we do is good enough to pay for our sins. So Jesus came. So when we're thinking of salvation, how do you get in the circle of God? How do you become a follower of Jesus? By faith on what God has done, who sent his son, by faith for what Jesus has it's done. It's really just
1: believing that he did it, right? Yes. Trusting that and Everybody accepting it. Trusting and, it and embracing yes, it's it. Like yes. Because the demons know that he died for our sins, but they don't follow, they don't trust, they don't surrender to his lordship.
0: And so acknowledge their sin. And acknowledging, and,
1: like, mm-hmm. yes, like, okay, I am a sinner. I I I need a savior. I need a savior. And I believe that you, you as in Jesus, have paid mm-hmm. for my sins. And I surrender, I submit to your lordship in my life and you know, however yeah. that plays out in day-to-day life. But what I have found
0: is, you know, you're, I don't even want to know where you are in your daily reading it with the Bible, but just... but as, as you know, <laughs> you've read the Bible through yeah. with me years and years. Um, I still am. And you, yeah, and, and, but you know, and as I know, that one of the things that God just says, I just want you to trust me.
1: Yeah. I want Which, you to trust me. In other me, words, I, I just want you to have faith in who I am. And, that's right.
0: And so, and often, how many times, oh my gosh, I just underlined, I think I talked to, you You know, we talked about this not too long ago, just in Ezekiel, how many times that the prophet uh, Ezekiel will say, right after judgment, God would say, so that they will know that I'm God. So there's this In other words, that they would trust
1: that they would have faith that I'm Right.
0: God. Yeah. Yes. And there's that acknowledgement of knowing I, I, that there is a God. And so I'm putting my faith in. And that there is a God. And that's where your faith is powerful. It's not in faith. You know, well, we no, say you don't because it's a faith so in faith. A, yeah. That's right.
1: uh, it as itself doesn't really do anything. But when you put faith in who God is, that He is God, He is creator, He is our defender, He is, you know, all the things that He is, that's when it moves mountains. That's right.
0: Not because, because my faith, faith does mountains. Man- no, but right. God does. God is the one that moves mountain. And I feel like I'm getting an A on this. <laughs> you are doing so good. You woke up. Welcome to I'm the conversation. Trying. But, you I'm know, this is, this, is why I, this is why I think people get messed up. It's like, I just don't have to have faith. I just have to have faith. Now, don't get me wrong. I do ask God to give me the faith to trust Him. Right,
1: right. But I do think that there's—I mean, I have done this, where it's like you feel like you have to will yourself to have faith. Like, it's mm-hmm. like this yearning, like this grunting, like— I'm going to have Yeah, like, I'm going to muster no up this what. faith. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And
0: it doesn't, doesn't come that In Hebrews, it says that Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. So our faith comes through Jesus. Actually, we can't even muster up faith. God is, He gives us the ability to have the faith. I think that so often, even with disciples, it says, you know, that they would, would ask God, uh, strengthen our faith. Mm. And our faith is strengthened. It, as we exercise it, as you go back to the muscles and stuff, is mm-hmm. that the more you exercise the muscle, the more stronger it is. So you don't just get by faith. You can't Google it. Amazon's not going to bring it by it's any strange. stretch of imagination. Yeah. Uh, but, but you have to exercise that faith, and that's when it becomes a verb as well. But what I, I want to you know, really talk about, it, if it's this important, which it is, then, what are some of the lies that we believe about it? And a lot of times, we have faith in faith. It's like the reason, and this is what you're kind of a person that has faith in faith. This is what they're here in their minds. Well, if I just had enough faith, God would trust. God would do this. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, and you may even hear that on TV. If you, you know, if if you don't have the blessings of God, if you aren't uh, walking you know, with this wonderful life, then it's because you don't have enough faith. And a lot of times what happens is that we believe that our circumstances and some of the things that have happened to us is because we never trusted God.
1: Well, I think it's like that. Back
0: up. We know that there's consequences.
1: Well, I was going to say, I think it goes back to what you said at the beginning, where there's a little bit of, there's a lie in the midst of the truth, where... Mm -hmm. There, it is true. We just said this that faith produces miracles, and so I think if we feel like we're not seeing miracles, then maybe we don't, we aren't having the faith to produce those miracles. Right. So, yeah, explain that a little bit because it's like there's a truth to that, but I think it gets thrown out of proportion or thrown, you know, kind of oh absolutely to where it's like okay, that doesn't. Because then you're, it's such a fine line where I think the enemy is so deceptive in this, where it's like, then your, your faith is, like you said, going into your, you're having faith in your faith or you're having faith in your works, which your works could just be that you're just trying to have faith or you're like, I'm going to have faith so that God does this, where it's like, mm-hmm. what we're saying Is what biblical faith is, is I'm I'm putting my faith that God loves me. I'm putting my faith in the fact that God can do anything that he wants to do, Mm -hmm. that nothing is impossible for him. I'm putting my faith in the fact that he could heal this person or that he could turn this situation around. And if it was for my best, then he would do this or that, you know, Mm -hmm. like whatever the Mm -hmm. situation is. And I think that's the difference where it's like, Sometimes the enemy is so good at deceiving us to be like, okay, I'm gonna like, I'm gonna have faith, so that God does this. And it's like, well, right. that's not. So then you're not having faith in who God is. You're having faith in your faith yourself and, and your and ability yourself. to manipulate God. Yeah, that's right. I mean, you can't, it, but you know, like, yeah. and I just think it's such a small, it's such a fine. And I think when you're in a situation where you are desperate for God to do something, mm-hmm. that's when you have to. I think, and I'm speaking from experience like stay in check probably more like every minute of the day to be like, okay, Mm -hmm. I'm putting my faith in the character of God instead of, Mm -hmm. because we can be so desperate for God to act or move or change a situation or heal someone we love. And, you know, and just, it's almost like an innocent, like we're not meaning for our faith to get out of balance, you know what I mean, like in that thing that we're trusting in our faith, right? Yeah, it, yeah. like I yeah. think it could sometimes come from a really honest place, but sure. I mean, that's where you know, just keeping like our hearts and our minds in check and asking Fine. God to and be. I,
0: not only does I, I think it comes from an honest place, I think it comes from ignorance, or a deceptive that you've been taught wrong, or you right, didn't like understand, you've been or it's not yeah. a biblical, you've been deceived. And I think top, right? that's, yeah. Yeah, that's why we're doing this whole four weeks. But, you know, one of the things, that's what you were talking about, faith, what it's not, let me tell you what it's not, it is not a weapon to be used to manipulate God to give us what we want. And so often when we're praying, prayer is not a weapon to, be, to manipulate God's weight. Now, you can pray spiritual warfare. You can pray against the enemy and put on the full armor of God. But prayer is a conversation. prayer is approaching God and saying, God, you fought this battle for me. or whatever. So faith, again, is not a weapon to manipulate God to give me what I want. Faith is trusting in the heart of God to always mm-hmm. give me what is best for me. And... I I say this a thousand times, I'll say it a thousand again. I love my kids, I love my grandkids, I love my great-grandchildren. And no matter how much they believe in me to be able to give them this knife that is extremely sharp, this butcher knife, they know I have it, they know that I have the ability to give it to them. And no matter how many times they ask me, I'm not going to give it to them.
1: Yeah, Why? I think that gets tricky, though, when it's because. a situation that's not as, you know, when someone's needing healing or they just got cancer because it's, you know, like, or they need where it's not like, because I, I'm going to argue or I'm going to, yeah. you know, play devil's yeah. advocate I want and like someone who's like, okay, but me asking for my parent or my child or to not have cancer is not asking for a butcher knife. You know, like I don't so, you know what I'm saying? Like there are things where we don't know what's best for us and we may be asking God or whatever. Or some sometimes it's like, you know, someone who's like wanting a baby or some you know, like mm-hmm. things that are those are the that things that I know think is are the not hardest. Bad. Right. That you it's know it's like, not a yeah. Yes. And I'm glad you brought that up. Thank you.
0: Uh and I wasn't <laughs> gonna bring this I wasn't gonna bring this up because I'm very sensitive to the people that have been diagnosed with breast cancer, but we, I had, you know, walked through, not breast cancer, but the fear that I had. I had a biopsy, two of them, and as I've told you, you know, through the week, getting ready for the, you know, to hear the outcome. I just saw all kinds of stuff that I thought was signs that God was preparing right. me that I was going to have breast cancer. So right. I was going to write all my children and grandchildren goodbye letters. You know, I, I I had so convinced myself that this was cancer and that God was going to allow me, you know, that I was going to do that. And I didn't want to say anything about it because I was just told that it was not cancerous. And I just, you know, burst into tears. And you know, Kara, I burst into tears because there's so much cancer in my family
1: mm-hmm.
0: that I, I'm so thankful that I didn't have it. But I also was hurting because I felt so humbled because of people that don't get right. that, the news that it's not cancer. Right. So I wasn't going to bring this up. But but I the reason, like, in thinking of this is I had to wrestle in my mind. As you know, in my mind, I thought I had it. Right. And I trust God. I mm-hmm. prayed. I begged God, let this cup pass from me, literally a cup, mm-hmm. um, pass from me and, you know, uh, begged him and begged him. I didn't know what the outcome. Based on my whole couple of weeks, I was convinced it was cancer. And I had to finally get to the place where I know that, you know, God never wanted or created the world to have sin and diseases right i don't think that that's the heart of god no Uh, the heart of god is genesis one and two and he said everything was good the heart of man is genesis yeah that's right and the heart of man is genesis three i'll be god i'll decide that for myself and then we see in revelation where there's new heaven and new earth there's no more tears there's no more hurt so we know that the heart of god that's not what god wanted Right, but because of man's sin, so I knew God wasn't trying to punish me. I knew that I was part of this world that I'm going to struggle with. So my faith had to go in, as I didn't know what the outcome was going to be, but I knew that if God allowed, all right, this was cancer, you know, because my genes, you know, my, mm-hmm. uh, my, all my family has a, lot, you know, cancer. If that, then you know what that was just going to be. God's ability and opportunity for me to totally depend upon Him through that journey, because I knew that there was no way I was going to get through it apart from God's strength. That is a grace. That's a gift that God has empowered me through His Holy Spirit to to face no matter what was coming at me. If you're trying to have a baby, if you're trying to get married, if you're looking for things that you know, I want God's best. I don't want a child without it not being God's best. I don't want to be married. You've said that a million times. I don't want to be just be married. I want to be married to the one that God wants for me. Right. Certainly my prayer for you. If God says no to that, then because of the power and my understanding, of the heart of God and the fact that He knows the future that I do not know, that if God says no, then we have to look back and go, that was the best thing for me. And, and that's where your faith is in the heart of God. Your faith is trusting that no matter what God allows you to go through, he, He'll still, even if you go through like, Sickness and death that God never intended for you to go through. Even if you're going through that, He's given us the power to endure it, and you're going to have to totally lean on Him. But that's where the faith is: is that your faith is as good as its object, and it's not that God cannot. Keep, it's not that God has the power, because He does, to remove bad things. He does have that power, but he also has given you the power to for you to endure those things. And, you know, we talk about the Red Sea often. God didn't remove the Red Sea. He just opened it up so that they could walk through. Right, And so there. that same power that God gave the Israelites to walk through that, the, that Red Sea is the same God right. that we're going to stress that it's going to hit us.
1: Well, I think that's a good point. Where so many times when we think of the Red Sea, we think that God, He removed it because they walked through it, you know. Mm-hmm. But that's really not the miracle. The miracle is that God was with them and made a way through the mm-hmm. trial, yeah, through the difficulty, through the impossibility. Like a that's lot of times, the gift, and that's a lot of times the miracle is that God mm-hmm. is with you. Like that, I think that goes back to like. Again, I guess we can talk about this for a few weeks Um, (laughs) because there's so much in all this. (laughs) But Mm -hmm. I was just thinking, like, I think that it's like going back to the basics of our faith and the fact that God Almighty Mm -hmm. walks with us. Yeah. Like, that is a miracle. Miracle. That holy God, holy God, holy God is walking with us. And I feel like in these times, especially in the Western or Western culture, Because we may hear it all the time of like, oh God is with us, God is with us. It's you know can maybe be watered down a little bit, kind of like God loves you. And it's like, wait a minute, like let's sit on that for a second because
0: mm-hmm. you're not whatever
1: you're going through. Like the fact that God is with us, you know, like that strengthens my faith in God because mm-hmm. it's like he didn't he didn't have to be with us, he didn't have yeah. to, and so give us the
0: strength to endure.
1: Yeah, and mm-hmm. so it's almost like. You know, it's kind of like a slap in his face sometimes. I feel like when we're like, yeah, yeah, that's great. But I need you to do something else. Like, that's not enough. And right. I'm I'm praying for a lot of miracles in my life right now anyway. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying that's bad. But I think we—so I'm preaching to the choir with this, where I need to take a step back and just thank God that he is walking with me through the pain, mm-hmm. that he is with me. And yes, I'm still asking for other miracles. Yes, like yes. there are things that I would love to see him do. Or change, mm-hmm. but I need to keep at the forefront of my mind, like keeping my faith in my heart, pointed to the fact that the first miracle or one of the miracles is that He's actually with me through mm-hmm. this. Yeah, and I think and that I helps. Think, yeah, absolutely. Like he kind of help my f- faith in the, you know the other situations where it's like, okay, like I can, like you are faithful, like you are. Mm-hmm. You know, loving you are good. You are capable. Because um, sometimes that's what I struggle with is like I know you can, but will you? And maybe that's like yeah. a, that's probably a whole nother episode. <laughs> yeah, it is. And
0: we, we could do it for six or seven months. Yeah. But you know, I, I think I think this too, and I didn't understand this until years back. But a lot of times, and I'm as, I'm guilty here, that when somebody goes through a hard time. Someone that's not going through that hard time will try to encourage the person going through the hard time, and they're gonna and they say, "Oh, God's gonna use this." Like God is gonna use your story Mm -hmm. to really bring glory. Now, that's true if you give God the glory. But when you're going through something like that, the thought is often, "Why couldn't I have a great story when I don't have to tell that?" That's not usually helpful. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But I didn't know that because in our, our mind, we're thinking that not all things are good, but God can use all those things. So in yes. our mind, we're, in my mind or whatever, I'm um, thinking, oh, how God's going to use this. And to a person that's going through a hard time, it's like, why couldn't God teach me truth or why couldn't God, uh, why can't I feel God's presence without having to go through this? Well, unfortunately, I don't have the answer to that. I wish I did. Um, I don't think anybody has the answer to that. I don't think. I think there's a lot of whys, why God that are won't be answered. I don't even know if they'll be answered in heaven. I don't even know. I, you know, I used to think, boy, when I get to heaven, I'm going to ask God, and He's going to tell me. I don't know if I I'll care when I get there. I don't know. He may just say, "Well, sit down, sugar pie," and let me just tell you why I did what I did. He may, he may do that. But when I see him, or I you know, really, really understand that I get to enter into the presence of a holy God, I don't, I'm don't. i not sure I, ca- I will care, but I don't know that. And so for a person that's listening and, and joining in our conversation, like if you're going through a really hard time and you're like, well, God's going to use this, yes, and God could use you without having to go through a hard time. But if you can look at the heart of God and say, well, maybe this was not really God's desire for me, He wanted me to live in a world without pain and suffering, and He's preparing me for a place that's without pain and suffering. God doesn't want our hearts broken. He doesn't want. He never wanted us to uh, live with the consequences of sin. That's why He said not to sin. That's why He's given us His uh, the rules. The rules don't change God. The commandments don't change God. The commandments helps us be free, and so I think that. You know, Kara, this faith issue, your faith will grow based on the knowledge of how you know the heart of God. Your faith and my faith grows when we understand fully, as much as we can, the heart of God. And I think the first of it is God is love. Not all things Mm -hmm. work together for good. God doesn't like sin. He killed his son. Um, so yeah. I, think, well, and I think, you know, yeah,
1: it's like for someone who's like, well, how do I know who he is? Just go to scripture. Right. You know, like that's his story. Right. Especially, yeah. you know, the new Testament where you can see, mm-hmm. you know, just Jesus embodying Jesus. God and how it plays out because I, I mean, it's his word. He, that's how, you know, he, it's one how of the you learn ways he's, yeah, speaks to us. So yeah, I would say that is you know, getting in the Word and asking God, like, help me to, mm-hmm. you know, praying before you read. Like, show me who you are. Who
0: you are, right? Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of books, um, The Character of God, The Attributes of God. You know, there's lots of resources you can get if you really want. I did a study all the time on the names of God. I call upon the names of God. God is a good shepherd. You know, God is our provider and things like that. And so when you began to, to look at that, and you're like, God, you know what? I know that you can. I don't know if you will. But if you don't, I know that I'll be glad one day that you didn't. And that's just putting your faith and your trust in the heart of God. Sometimes there is a... Speaking of songs, as you burst into song earlier. Mm -hmm. You're welcome. Speaking of songs, there's an old song, I think Babby Mason song. It says, When you can't trace his hand, trust his heart. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's really true. I think there are times... There's not always an answer to our whys that's where faith comes in not faith in faith but a faith that i have a god that loves me I have a creator that di- um that created me for him he wants a relationship with me so much that he sent a son so that i can have a relation and know that god that's powerful And when I embrace that I'm not God and I need a God and I give my life to Jesus, then I have the power to endure. And I have said this once, I'll say it again before we close. There is nothing that you and I will face in the days ahead that God has not given you the power to endure. It is up to us to receive that truth by faith.
1: Thanks for listening. I'm so glad that you could be a part of our conversation. To continue the conversation, you can find Dot on social media at Dot Bowen or visit her website, Dot Bowen.com. Subscribe, like, and share with your friends, and we will see you next week on Write This Down with Dot Bowen.